This is Box Elder School District Super Scoop, a podcast about the happenings in Box Elder School District. Today, we are with Superintendent Steve Carlson. Hi, we're here again today with a new podcast with David Blake and, and, and Superintendent Steve Carlson, and we have a special guest today with Rachel Lott. And Rachel is our health services supervisor, and uh, we have a real special. She's new this year. Bonnie Young retired after many years as being our health services supervisor, and Rachel Lott is uh, back with us. She was a nurse with us a few years back and then took a few years off to go get a, a, a new degree, and we're going to have her tell us about that. But Rachel, would you please just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe some of your journey on uh, to, to get to where you are right now as far as being a nurse and then now a nurse practitioner and all that things and the things you can do for us actually. Sure. Um, my name is Rachel Lott, as he said. I was a school nurse. I got hired in 2008 and I worked on the north end of the district for 11 years before deciding that we needed more resources. So, um, Actually, about eight years in, I went back and got my bachelor's degree because I did not have that yet. I was working as an associate degree nurse. And then after I did my bachelor's degree in two years part time, and then I went directly into the master's of science in nursing. Um, I got into the program on my first try and it was perfect timing. And I graduated at COVID time. (laughs) (laughs) So, you need time in everybody's life. Yeah, yeah. So that worked out. That worked out well. I love school nursing, and I didn't want to leave, but uh, it was really difficult because I was seeing a lot of kids dropping out of school or having real trouble at school because of untreated mental health issues. And so that was my goal, was to get trained in mental health and to come back and try and help them. So now we, uh, you know, Box Elder School District has a very unique situation to have a nurse practitioner as one of our, not only our supervisor, but she's also a practicing nurse practitioner. And tell us what nurse practitioners can do that nurses can't, that almost really close to being able to do some of the things doctors can do. I basically do everything that doctors do. (laughs) (laughs) nurses can do lots of things. They can do nursing cares. They can do nursing diagnoses, things that help um, manage conditions. I can now diagnose and treat just like a doctor does um, with a nurse practitioner certification. That's, that's awesome. You know, one of the things that we have is we call it the box elder way in the Box Elder Way, we use the acronym W-A-Y, and the W part is wellness. And, of course, that's very much mm-hmm. what you're talking about. The A is academics, and the Y is the U. And the U is probably as much of the you know resilience and, and all that type of thing. But I think one of the things that's really unique about you, Rachel, and uh, your certification and even your from what I've gleaned working with you, your inner desire to go back and, and you've got some training in, in family uh, services, uh, mm-hmm. uh, children, psychology type things, and that's mm-hmm. really your specialty. So we're very, we're very blessed to have you here. So tell, you. tell us some of the things that you have done so far with, 
with some of the, the children that you've worked with. Oh, okay. Um, in our district? Yeah. Um, well, I've started, I work with kids who um, have safe school violations that are a lot of times related to vaping or other substance use. Um, I have experience in substance use treatment um, at my previous job, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, I've treated everything from anxiety and depression to ADHD to um, schizophrenia. So um, kids who notice they're having symptoms of things and they're struggling being in school uh, or struggling getting decent grades that they want, um, a lot of times they will they will kind of surface either with the teacher or the administrators or the counselors. Um, we have LCSWs in the district that refer people to me. The school nurses find them sometimes. Um, and as long as I have parental consent, I can work with the parent and the child and try and figure out how to help them. I think that's key is we always make sure the parents are good yes. and you're, you're able to talk to them as a, as a therapist, a mental health therapist, but also as a doctor, you can prescribe medication. Right. I think ultimately your goal and our goal as a district is to help them get services outside of Box Elder School District. We do have yes. 12,000 kids. Yes. Uh, you do work a little bit with some of our employees. So if you add in that 15, 1,700 employees, it's too big of a job for one person. It is. But at least you can get things tied up and then yeah. the put, idea, them, put them with a, yeah. their, their own private counselor, yes, counselor yeah. or doctor, correct? The idea is to be like a stopgap or to get them treatment before they can get in with someone else. So, for example, we had a student um, just last week who um, has some insurance, but they're not able to find a provider. Like they're in between <clears throat> providers and they're having a hard time finding a provider. So the child is without his regular medication, which is causing a lot of problems in his personal life and at school. And so I can prescribe that medication in the interim until they find that new provider. And that allows him to, the, the child to succeed a little bit more at school, have a little bit more control over his behaviors and, and participate more fully in school until his parent is able to find the treatment that he needs outside of school. You know, as a, as a superintendent and then a, previously as a building principal and a teacher, I just think this is really outstanding. And I just want to once again say thank you for your, you know, just that inner desire to, to get to your degree and, and actually want to work with with the school district. I know that uh, I'm pretty sure that you could go get other jobs where you'd make more money. And but we're really, really thankful for that. I did that for a while already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And she, uh, I missed the summers off, honestly. Yeah, well, that's, that is great for <laughs> it's us. It's a big draw for me. Yeah, that's, um, that is tremendous. So tell us, you know, you're also the supervisor yes. for the Box Elder School District yes. Health Services. So tell us a little bit about your, your role there and some of the nurses that you work with. Yes, we have five nurses. Um, one is actually leaving, so if you're interested in a nursing position, oh, wow. check out the <laughs> ESP employment opportunities on the BSD, BSD website. Okay. Um, so we are looking to hire 
a fifth nurse as one of ours is leaving, sadly. Um, all of our nurses are wonderful. They each have about four schools average. Um, and they manage health conditions, chronic health conditions, usually, um, things like asthma and allergies and diabetes. We have quite a few new diabetics, um, and just seizures and all kinds of genetic disorders, um, for kids who have more fragile health. They set up care plans so that the child is safe to be at school, so that the other staff knows what to do in uh, emergency kinds of circumstances. Um, they work with the parents and the staff and the administrators and facilitate and advocate for kids to be at school safely. So that's what our school do, nurses do. They do vision as well, but that's that's just a, a screening that well and we find kids who need glasses so yeah, that cool. helps them to to um be able to access their education they well can't you know that's yeah, our mission box elder school district's mission statement is to ensure high levels of learning for all students and yes this is another one of the departments that helps us uh, reach that goal of helping all students and if they're you know if they're not seeing well they the uh, they find that out if there's yeah. a student that has a fragile health condition. We have the nurses here to develop that health, uh, you know, safety care program that allows the student to be here and learn at high levels. And so yes. this is just another program that really is important to help, you know, probably some of our, well, certainly our most vulnerable students with, with their health care needs. Yes. So. And our, our nurses are all bachelor's prepared nurses. Um they're wonderful. They're all great to work with. They all have your kids' uh, needs at heart. Their their best intentions are to help. Well, out. I will tell you too. It was a godsend to have our nursing program here during the pandemic. Uh, <laughs> you guys did a lot of the testing for us. Uh, well, almost all of it, you know, you set up yeah. things for so we could keep our sports programs going. Uh, right. We're sitting in, in the office here at the district office at the nursing station. And we used to have people that could pull up here, walk. Uh, the nurses would actually walk right out to the car and, and test them there, too. And so I don't know what we would have done without you guys during the pandemic. You guys really helped us. I heard all about that. I missed all the fun, but yeah. I heard all about that. And they are thankful to not have to do yes. that right now. Um, they really went above and beyond. And yes. I just want to thank them. And, you know, and I, yes. I think it's one of those things, you know, we, we talk about firefighters and police officers and, you know, healthcare workers, healthcare but our, workers, our yeah. nurses um, in general throughout the nation and, you know, the ones we have here at, at Box Elder School District really, you know, they just have that Mother Teresa mentality. They, they really care. They, they really care for, yeah. that's why they got into, into this role. That's so. why we're nurses, yes. So. And, the, you know, nursing and teaching are in the same category they, in, they in uh, occupational kinds of things. And so I, I think we're all here for the kids. Very good. Yeah. Well, David, uh, you've uh, always been here. You usually have a good a couple of questions. <laughs> Any, anything that we're missing out on that we, we should have talked to? Well, and you had mentioned this just a little bit, but we have 12,000 students and we've got five nurses in you, so that's six. And if I do my math right, that's about 2,000 patients per person, right? How do you 
how do these how do these students get referred to the nurses? And you kind of mentioned, but like, what are some of the screeners that either teachers like? How how do you become aware of the needs of the students? <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So unfortunately, we really only have five nurses working out in the school district. So they have more like yeah. 2,800 to 3,000 kids. Yeah. We would love to decrease that. Um, but I, my job is a little bit different where I have the whole district, anybody that surfaces with a mental health needs. And I have been going and meeting them, talking to their parents on the phone and trying to get uh, a diagnosis, a treatment place, some of, I mean, a treatment plan in place. Um, doing some assessment either in school or over the phone with a parent or both usually so that I can see Um, that helps a lot Um, to get well if a parent fills out their health history form for each child at registration that flags um, that flags their child to the nurse's attention to the uh, school secretary attention, and then they work together to get things in place for the safety of that child, if that's necessary. So they will contact the parent, unless they ask us not to contact them. Then we try and figure out, you know, if it's necessary to have something in place at the school, sometimes it's not, it's already well managed and and the child can take care of themselves. But, uh, and then they do training at the school. Like I had a child who had to carry an EpiPen because he had such a severe peanut allergy. He carried it on his person in a little fanny pack. And in first grade, that's a little bit uh, nerve wracking to have that just out, you know, on the child. So I went into the classroom back when I was a school nurse and um, taught all the kids. We took trainer EpiPens and let them pretend to poke their own leg and figure out how those work so that they weren't as curious and they knew what it was and they left it alone. So education goes a long, a long way, especially with things that could be harmful if they're used improperly, like diabetes supplies. Um, so yeah, we do a lot of teaching staff, kids, and even the children themselves, we have new diabetics. They're learning how to manage their diabetes. The school nurse will go help, um, until they feel confident doing it themselves. So, and then I, I didn't really, um, yeah, I did kind of cover yeah. what I did. You're out in schools. Yeah. And you're, I, I really like what you talked about, like fill out that health form yes so that please yeah because remember just nothing 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 <laughs> and there really is an issue yeah like we have trained nurses in our district that can help because your students are away from you for six and a half hours a day but we have nurses at the schools that can come and check on your students and yeah. can really help relieve i know that i've got family members that have yes kids with diabetes and stuff and and they love the nurses that help them and yes. you know it's just it's it helps relieve some of the stress of the parents saying oh i've got to be away while i'm working or whatever and my kids at school at least we right. know they're taken care of and please say thank you to your children's teachers and the school secretaries especially at yeah. the elementary schools they are working very hard to keep your children safe yeah well, Rachel, once again, I, I just want to say thank you, you know, just for just for your uh, desire to help kids. It, it's just really refreshing to know that, you know, that, that uh, you went out and 
got this specialized degree uh, and that you're here for probably some of our most vulnerable, some of our kids that need just that special help in the yeah. interim until we can get them hooked up with their own private providers. So thank you very much for, for what you do. And any other thoughts as we close out this podcast? Um, well, I'm especially available to those who don't have insurance. Because I'm hired by the school district, yeah. I don't have to bill insurance. And so if that's an issue that's keeping your child from getting care, please talk to the administrator, the teacher, the counselor, the LCSWs, the school nurses, district behavior specialists, anybody yeah. get the word out so that I can send you a consent form. Well, I think they can. Your contact information is on the Box Elder it School It is on the Box Elder so website. I'll put a link to that. BESD.net. I'll put a link to that in the notes of this podcast. And yes. Yeah, they can contact right here and just get a hold of your secretary, who's amazing also, and yes. get, get in She's contact fantastic. with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and all the research shows that the sooner that you discover somebody's health issues, emotional or physical, uh, usually in getting them some help, the sooner they, you know, the better the outcome is. Well, and more than half of kids, more than half of people who have a mental health um, concern have that by the time they're 14. Okay. And so we're trying to find it early and prevent further problems. And that's, that's the goal. We also, um, your students may be coming home with reports of learning about um, vaping, like how not to start vaping. We have a catch my breath program. Um, Jessica Breger has been hired to teach that. She's teaching all the fifth, sixth and seventh graders this year. Um, we also have an intervention prevention specialist, Bobby Joe Jepson as part of our, our nursing department here. She actually um, has education in, in criminal, what did Reform. criminal justice, criminal justice degree. Yes. And, and psychology. So she's been working with interventions for um, kids who need that extra boost. She tends to help kids get their grades up and their attendance better while she's working with them. We're also starting a check and connect mentor program that will kick in after Bobby sees the kids um, and to kind of help follow them and continue that extra support for those who need it the most. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of check and connect mentors yet, so it'll just be a starting place. But but yeah, and we've been working with um, Megan Bushnell, who's the uh, student services and equity director, um, and she's been a great partner in all of this. That's good. You know, just and I think we can jump on the back of what you just said. Uh, we when we find it when we catch a student, I hate to say that term, but when we catch a student who's vaping, we don't just you know suspend them for a day or two and say, don't do that again. We actually get them in some of these intervention programs mm -hmm. and get them training to teach them the harmful effects of, of what vaping can do. And, and of course the addictive effects. And so right. this is some of these things that are going on in your program with Bobby Joe and, and Ms. Breger. Yeah. Um, just uh, incredible stuff to help kids, not just to punish them when we catch them doing wrong. We're, we're here to help them. Get better, so yeah. I think that's a great part of, of the health, trying to give services. them the information so they can make an Very educated good. choice. Yeah, 
Well, once again, Rachel, thank you for what you do and make sure that, you know, your nurses know that we just really appreciate them. And, you know, we'll get this out to folks and they hear that, you know, just make sure you you thank a nurse and uh, we appreciate all you do and, and, and good luck as you go forward. Thank you.